Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Thought of the Week, Iowa Catholic Radio. And I am talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart that I think is very important for everyone. And that is growing in relationship with God. And therefore, what happens is the closer I come to God and let him come close to me, the closer I come to my true self, my true self, and to other people. It's just amazing. It really is. To other people. Yeah. In fact, uh, as St. Vincent de Paul says, and you've heard me quote this so often, if God is at the center of your life, no words are necessary. Your mere presence will touch the hearts of other people. Is that true? Yeah. How, how do you know it's true? Look in your own experience. You've seen people that you know, you feel, are close to God, and you're near them, you talk to them, you're around them, you see them. What happens? Something's happening inside of you. Something happens inside of me. It's good. It's a good feeling. What is that? They're a light. They're light shining in my darkness, in my life. Well, you're the same way. What, what makes you think you're any different? You're a light. You're supposed to be a light to other people. Isn't that nice? Wow. Wouldn't that be nice at the end, toward the end of your life if someone said, you know, that person was a light in my life. Holy mackerel. And they didn't even know it. And that's what Mother Teresa, same thing. She didn't know it. I think I've told you the story about the woman I met from India. Very wealthy, wealthy woman. Her son was being married at St. Augustine Church, where I was pastor at that time. And he lived in New York. He was a business, nice young man in his, I don't know, 20s. Um, business world in New York and married one of the girls from our parish. So they had the, the wedding there at... Uh, at St. Augustine's. And then there was the reception afterward, and I got talking to the mother, and um, she said, oh, she said, um, you know, I used to help Mother Teresa. Uh, well, she probably could. She had, she was a wealthy woman. I used to help Mother Teresa. And, you know, and here's what she told me. Just watching her take care of dying people made me believe in God brought me to believe in God. She probably never told that to Mother Teresa. She never said, you know, you brought me to believe in God. Mother Teresa didn't sit her down saying, listen, you got to start believing in God. Mother Teresa just loved other people, and it was a light. The light shone in the life of that woman. I'll never forget that, that what she told me that years ago. So that's what we are supposed to be, a light to other people. So I grow in my <laughs> relationship with God. Yes, right. I, and that is, folks, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, St. Saint, Saint Matthew tells us about that. Uh, you know, uh, G, uh, this young man comes to Jesus. Uh, what of all the commandments, Jesus, there were, in the Jewish religion, I think there were, they had a lot, lot of laws and regulations, 300 and some or 400 and some, I forget the number. And so he said, which is the greatest one, Jesus? Uh, 272, or what's the number? Jesus says, nah. The greatest, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, 
with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. That is the greatest in the first commandment. Love God. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. All those other commandments are all summed up in those two. So love of God, that's number one. And then love of your neighbor. Charity, well, what does that look like? Well, St. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, what is love? What is love of neighbor? Come on, tell me. Paul, you're a great saint. Here you go. Chapter 13, verse 4. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. It's not pompous. It's not inflated. It's not rude. Does not seek its own interests. Is not quick-tempered. Does not brood over injuries. Does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. If there are prophecies, they will be brought to nothing. If there are tongues, they will cease. If knowledge, it will be brought to nothing. For we know partially, and we only prophesy partially, but when the perfect does come, the partial is going to pass away. When I was a child, I used to talk as a child. I used to think as a child. I used to reason as a child. But, but when I became a man, I, I, I put, a, put away childish things. At present, we distinctly, see indistinctly as in a mirror, but then we're going to see face to face. At present, I know partially. Then I shall know fully as I am known. So, faith, hope, love remain. These three, the greatest of these is love. That's love of neighbor. You got it. Chapter 13. Wow, what a meditation. And then living that love. Remember I mentioned DeSales had said, then act it out. You got to make decisions in the direction of other people. So do it frequently, consistently. Do it well. Do it well. I'm going to make dinner. I'm going to make a good dinner. Uh, I'm going to fix the garage. I'm going to do a really good on that garage. And I'm going to do it joyfully and spontaneously. So that's it. Love of God, love of neighbor. That's it. That's the most important thing in our whole life. Okay. So I get it now. All right, uh, Monsignor, I get it. And you talk about time to pray. So I have to give God some, some of my time to, to have a, a conversation with him. Uh, we do have to communicate back and forth. Otherwise, there's not much of a relationship there's not, if there's no communication in it. And I want to grow in intimacy with the Lord. And I want to do some spiritual reading as well. So now we're going to talk about some basic virtues. So stay with me. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Greg Harper. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. This is Monsignor Frank Pignano, Iowa Catholic Radio, uh, and uh, we're talking about spiritual growth. And I want to talk now about, we talked, I keep going over the basics, I know, uh, but we need to hear them over and over again. You know, it's like, it's like a, a, if I were a professor in, at a university and I want my students to really get something out of this course I'm teaching, I might harp at them a little bit. Here, guys, you got to take time to study. You got to take time. You can't. You can't be watching those tennis games all day long. You know, there's a big tournament. No, please, stick to the. Enjoy some tennis. Sure, no, no, it's not a problem. But remember, keep keep your basics going. So anyway, so what are some of the virtues uh, that I need to grow in? Some of the basic virtues in my life. Well, first of all, we talk about love, love of God, love of neighbor. And then I want to work on different ones, like, for example, uh, meekness. Well, what is meekness? Meekness doesn't mean I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little wallflower walking around, you know. No, 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 no. Meekness means I watch my temper. I don't let my temper control my decisions. I, it can flare up. I can feel anger. That's that's right, because I do when I hear about some of the horrible things happening in abortion clinics and selling parts of babies, you know, you just, but, and that might motivate me to do something good, but I, I, that reason will dictate there. Reason will take over. Uh, and then temperance, that's a good one that I want to enjoy the things of life, but I'm a weak human being. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I want to watch two movies instead of just one. I don't know. Yeah, so I want to be able to, I want to be temperate, control myself. You know, let's face it, uh, uh, I have a couple of great nephews who are wrestlers. They wrestle. And boy, are they temperate. Man, watch what they eat. How long, when do they go to bed? Why? So they can win a wrestling match. Good for them. So why? I, I, I I watch myself. Why? So I can be open to God's mercy, to God's grace, to God's inspirations. So temperance. And then modesty and humility. 
So there you go. We'll talk about humility here in just about two seconds. Uh, uh, let me let me just talk about uh, 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 specific virtues that we should work on and pray for. For example, depends on your your vocation in life. You know, I'm thinking about uh, the governor, our good governor. Uh, she is a good woman, uh, and or any governor, uh, or any president, or or whatever, any mayor. Uh, you need to have fortitude. You need to have fortitude. That goes against fear. You've got to have pray for fortitude. What is that? Do the right thing, regardless of what they all say or think. Do the right thing. That's very, very important. So, and you got to pray for it because we're all weak. You know, we can all be intimidated. Pontius Pilate was intimidated. He should have had some fortitude. You know, no, you're gonna, you're, uh, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna have let Bar- Barnabas is gonna go to the cross, not Jesus. He didn't do anything. Pontius Pilate knew that. He knew Jesus was innocent. Didn't have fortitude. So we need, and we can pray. By the way, folks, we can pray for these virtues. No, don't, don't be well yourself. Oh, I don't have fortitude. I'm, I'm a wimp. No, no, no. Maybe you don't. Okay, that's fine. Pray for it. Ask God to help you with it. Pray for it every day, a little bit every day. You know what's going to happen? You're going to discover you're going to have more and more of it. So, yeah. Uh, the other thing is, in uh, developing our spiritual life, is to act against a temptation. To act against a temptation. So, for example, St. Ignatius says, you're going to spend 15 minutes in prayer, and so uh, after about five minutes, maybe a little evil one comes at you, oh, you've prayed long enough, and you got everything to do, and you don't need to spend all this 15 minutes in prayer. You know, why don't you get up? You know, God heard you. No, Ignatius says, I don't think that's coming from the Holy Spirit. I come from a different spirit to give up your prayer time. So what do you do? He says, act against. Act contra agere is Latin. Act against. So what do I, well, you know what? I think I'm going to spend another 10 minutes, 15 minutes in prayer. I'm going to act against that temptation. I'm going to do just the opposite. Do the opposite. That's one of the principles of the spiritual life. When you're tempted by the devil towards something, do just the opposite. Do just the opposite. It's called contra agere. Okay. So, um, and then uh, you got to remember too, I'm talking about the spiritual life here, that sometimes people have unusual experiences. These aren't necessarily virtues. For example, uh, Someone said, well, I had a vision of the Blessed Virgin, I must be holy. Well, okay, okay, but uh, just because you have a vision doesn't make you holy. No, uh, because there are two kinds of graces, uh, technically. Uh, there are graces that are given for to help other people. So just because the little kids in Fatima saw the Blessed Virgin Mary did not make them holy, they then had to act in love with what they knew to be right. They had to act in love. So uh, so uh, one of these unusual experiences usually is meant to help other people, maybe to help you, but uh, it doesn't make you holy, okay? What makes you holy are the virtues of love, meekness, temperance, modesty, humility. Yeah, that's what makes a person holy. Not, well, I see the Blessed Mother once a day, and it can make you holy, uh-uh. 
Did you love anybody today? That'll make you holy. <laughs> yep, that'll make you holy. And also, uh, how about becoming a saint? How does somebody become a saint? Oh, well, there are, I'm going to talk about that. It, so there are certain qualifications. You probably have never heard this before. Maybe you have. I'm going to talk about what those are technically when they try to figure out whether, like Mother Angelica, what is she a saint? Well, they're going to look at what they call these technical things. I'll talk about those in just a second. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org slash schools. Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, fredhaas.com. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio, talking about growing in holiness, growing close to God. And I say the word holiness, uh, be careful, because sometimes when I say that right away, people have a picture in their mind of some saint with a little halo over their head. No, 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 no. It's love. Love, which is a choice. Love is in the will. I choose to go outside myself to somebody else, and maybe that somebody is Jesus, or is a poor person, or my wife, or my cousin. But that is love. That's that's where the growth is, right there. It's not having a halo over your head. However, uh, what? how does the church figure that somebody is a canonized saint? We know they're in heaven. That's what a canonized saint. We know, we know for sure God has to give us certain signs. Well, one, of course, is, is they, they, uh, uh, some miracles. There's got to be miracles. And there are qualifications for miracles, too, by the way, pretty, pretty tough. You know, uh, the miracle, for example, somebody gets healed because they touched part of the veil of Mother Angelica to somebody who's got, you know, terminal pancreatic cancer, and suddenly it's healed. But guess what? It has to be healed instantaneously, you know, within like a day. And then it has to be permanent, five years, 
That's why you, you, they never canonize anybody in less than five years because a lot of those miracles, we got to see, are they permanent? Those are just some of the qualifications of miracles. And of course, they have to show what the condition was prior to what the what happened at the moment, you know, or whenever they touched the veil to her or him. And then uh, afterward, oh, well, look at these x-rays afterwards. It's gone. It's all gone. So it's kind of technical, but it's good. They don't want to just say somebody's in heaven, you know. But the other thing is, <laughs> here it is, besides the miracle, is that their life has to be, uh, there has to be some really difficult things that, that they went through. For example, did they have heroic virtue? They call this heroic virtue. Heroic virtue is something that is difficult. Did she have heroic virtue? Well, for example, what is heroic virtue? Take little uh, St. Maria Goretti, what 12-year-old girl, this guy tried to rape her, and uh, he stabbed her 17 times or something, and in the hospital as she was dying, she prayed for him and said, I will see him in heaven, I forgive him, you know, whatever. Well, relative to your age, she was only a girl, okay? So, well, that's pretty good for a 12-year-old or whatever, okay? Secondly, it has to be... uh, a relative to your temperament. So, uh, so uh, say, for Francis de Sales, for example, uh, all of his life he struggled with anger. You know, he's often he's called the saint of gentleness. By the way, what? Yeah, he, he said it took him ten years to bring his anger under control. It, it would still pop up, but boy, he put it down. So temperament, okay. And the third thing is health. Uh, so, for example. Take John Paul, Pope John Paul. Uh, last, what, five years of his life? Oh, man, he really had a hard, hard time. Um, and uh, he was very ill. Uh, and yet I remember seeing him there at the Vatican, and he would sit there in that throne chair and greet all these people. One, I was one, one by one. You look at the poor guy, and oh, my heavens, you know, you knew he was suffering. So for at least five years, the poor guy suffered every every day in love of God. So age, temperament, and health, those are things that they look at. To be, Those are called heroic virtue, heroic virtue. Okay. Then also, uh, did they practice regular virtues, which we all pra- practice, and, and I've told you what those are before. Uh, to be a virtue, uh, you have to uh, react promptly, you know, uh, Joyfully, even if I feel dejected or sorrowful or tired, uh, but I still joyfully try to do something even though I am so tired I can't believe it because uh, I know I'm with Jesus, and I try to be consistent. I just don't do it once a year. I'm not helpful to people once a year. No, several times a day, hopefully. So prompt, joyful, consistent. Okay, And then I want to develop uh, the great uh, cardinal virtues, prudence. Prudence, Uh, what is that? Contemplating the things of God, although the world might seem them to be laughable. In other words, to see things with the eyes of Jesus, that's prudence. Justice, what is justice? It's a wholehearted yes to God and others, yes. Fortitude, fortitude, John Paul II, remember his, his famous saying, do not be afraid of anything or anyone, don't be afraid. That that phrase occurs in the Bible some, I don't know the numbers, over 300 times. Do not be afraid. And finally, temperance, the ability to deny myself, to, to deny myself. And so, 
Uh, that's it. Living the life of love, uh, heroic virtue. Talked about heroic virtues. Uh, that it's relative to your age, temperament, and health. Uh, uh, big stuff. St. Thomas Aquinas had a great statement about love. He says this: Love is one's. It, 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 love does not consume me. In giving, I receive. In giving, I am not used up. But giving renews my very self. I love that. Thomas Aquinas, back in the 1200s. Love does not consume me. Oh, if, I, if I'm going to love, it's going to eat me up. No, 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 no. Love does not consume me. No, 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 no. It is in giving that I really receive my, maybe, and they're my true self. I receive. I'm not used up, but I am being renewed within myself, living a life of love. So these are several points that I've given you on the spiritual life. Uh, things to th- maybe one or two, your th- maybe one hit you, two of them hit you. Fine, good, great. Praise the Lord. Write it down, you know, and work on it. That's it. That's your that's your job. I've I've given you a smorgasbord here. Just pick out the one or two things that that you feel the Holy Spirit is kind of moving you to, and that's how we grow in the spiritual life. So this is Monsignor Frank Bagnano. Let's keep growing together. God bless you, uh, and keep tuned in to Iowa Catholic Radio. That's us. Thought of the Week, Monsignor Frank Bignano. God bless you. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bignano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.